The Open Nesters podcast is a weekly podcast that explores new ways of living as our kids leave the nest. Now in season three, the podcast topics go deeper and wider in interviews with individuals, couples, and experts in areas ranging from relationships and families to adventure, spirituality, and sexuality. Tessa, I'm so pleased that you finally got PJ to interview on the Open Nester podcast. After all, he is part integral part of the success of this podcast. A big yes to that. So let's hear it from PJ Ewing. Wow, this is a unique welcome to the Open Nesters podcast that you've helped us create, PJ Ewing. This is Uh, so amazing for me. Hi. Yes. (laughs) We are here together in the magical realm of the Open Nesters podcast. (laughs) (laughs) PJ is our, our, I call him Merlin for years because he's been writing our our blogs. So now you meet the man behind the madness. He has a very, very neat and organized way to do things, but then he has this very crazy wild side of him that's like eclectic and creative and you're like oh you have like you know both sides (laughs) i think so and you know and you give me a new task every week with these wonderful interviews and i get to try to visualize sometimes i have material to work with sometimes i don't but it's the visual in the blog that intrigues me i literally was just finishing one for for this week and it's it's such a creative challenge. And then trying to distill this wonderful interview, this interaction, what's important, what can I bring forth for those that read the blog? And it's a challenge every week and it's a creative challenge. And you know what I don't want to do is have anything start to fit into like the same. I want it to have variety and express. That's why you and I and have collaborated you know? so well on the Open Nesters about trying new series or let's try this or let's try that because that's the passion at this stage of life. And that's what we're here to talk about, about right. the passions of this stage of life. And I just feel like also I would be curious because I have you on and I haven't asked you this directly, but you've told me how many favorites you've had over the years. Like, oh, that's a favorite. Oh, that's a favorite. Like, you don't have to name them right now. I'm just curious if you had to take a, a step back and say what you've learned at this stage of life, listening to the Open Nesters podcast so carefully, I would love to know what you think. <laughs> you know, it's funny because originally, before we really started, it was definitely the sexy stuff. I'm like, ooh, we're going to talk about all kinds of S&M and polyamory and these crazy people. What's it going to be like? And so it was initially that that i was just sort of the titillating isn't this going to be sensational that was really my first excitement about the thing and there were some there are some very sexy episodes and really really wonderful stuff that i probably want to revisit at some point but in the end it was really the insights of people that were taking a new leap it really embracing your theme it's a new life the nest is open the kids are gone what are we going to do? The door is open. How do we how do we take advantage of this thing? And it's those insights. And I think about the couple that started the bed and breakfast in Italy, for yeah. example. I mean, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just wow, right? And, and some of the people that have moved to other nations, Costa Rica, and they're setting up shop there, or they're creating a, a nomadic life from the very beginning of the podcast. Your favorite the, is uh, the gypsies. Palebo. How about Palebo? And the man, you know, I don't know if anyone remembers Palebo. There are two episodes of Palebo, but I'm kind of a fanboy of Mr. Palebo because he's got such a great voice. He's so devoted to audio. His his exquisite podcast, the, um, oh my gosh, the 
uh, traveler. Oh, what, what is it? What is it? Is oh my god, yeah. um, the radio, radio, radio the, vagabond. The radio vagabond, dear Polly, forgive us. So sorry. The radio vagabond. What an interesting show! And he visits nations that I will never visit, certainly. And he brings them to life, meets new people. You're really getting a piece of his life as you listen to his Radio Vagabond episodes. And I, I love it. And, and I would never have known about him except for this, this wonderful podcast. So. so the interviews for me, as you know, are so enriching because they are the, the gift of what I feel like I want to bring to the world and deepen people's understanding and make people have more fun and open up and, and, and push edges and 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 I and so I've been watching you the last few years with this radio station that kind of happened actually after we started and and then all, you always had a passion for radio so I want you to elaborate on how you at this stage of life you do have a twenty five year old or and then younger I do yes I do Maxine so yes absolutely that's stage once and you're not there again for the second time around I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that you have reinvented yourself, and I think you're a great example of that for that reason. About how to play, we always like to say we're we're just playing. We're like playmates, even on this <laughs> whole thing. Like how we're like all 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 three of us, me, you, and Amir, like playing with this podcast and figuring out what we want to do, and then and exploring new ways of living. So I'd like you to talk about your journey into creating what and and exploring deeper, richer, and with more fun this stage of your life with radio. Uh, thank you. And and I would say that uh, I, I will happily share my little adventures, but I would say that it really does fit. In, it is in keeping with so many of the other people that you've had on the show who have, whether they're using the magnificent digital tools that we all have access to, or they're writing, or they're publishing, they're self-publishing, they're traveling, they're creating something anew. I really do fit right in the middle of many of the conversations that you've had across the, the series so far. And in my case, it's audio related. And, you know, we all have our loves. Some will paint, others will write. In my case, it's appreciate and try to share and maybe try to um, discover music that A, I will like, and B, maybe I want to share with others. I've always been the person to find the new band in college or high school and all that stuff. And in this case, I've decided to do that, you know, as a side gig on the radio. And so I do that on WERB Global Radio 107.5. It's a it's an internet radio station where I have an outlet to express my musical tastes or curiosities. And one of the things that I think I've found really in this pursuit of radio, a radio show, it's called Lester the Nightfly, a radio station, WERB, is actually not just getting PJ's old records out, but it's having other people get their records out or their music or their MP3s or their digital downloads, their likes and dislikes. And I get to learn what they like. This isn't my taste anymore. It's not PJ's record collection. And so many hosts like to do that. It's what does PJ not understand? What don't I get? What forms of music have I never heard before? Those are the people that I want to have conversations with. And so it's challenging for me because in the end, in my core, there's a love of music, not in quotes, good music, not in quotes, this style or that style, period, music. I like sonic, intelligent, interesting stuff coming my way. And I found a way to take that interest and that love and put it on someone else. Hey, you, give me a playlist. 
you tell me what you like and why, and I'll tell you if I like it or don't. But I, I'm I'm going to be open minded and let you take the mic and share your love. And you know what? People really love that because they're they're they think so hard and they noodle and worry. And in in the end, I get a really rich conversation where I'm learning, and and I I play a role and I express my interests as well along the way. But but I'm really getting somebody else to 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 share. And in this case, it's sort of sort of self selecting. I I ask people who are into music. And it doesn't matter if they're a musician or famous or un- it doesn't really matter. I really don't care. I- I'm not interested in interviewing Taylor Swift. I- I'm not. It would be good, but that's not new and, and interesting to me. I want to find those that love music oh, from well, whatever perspective. Punjabi. Oh, no, that was, that was on, on your partner's radio program, Punjabi. I've heard a few yeah. of those. I'd like you to name some of your favorites because I think it'd be. But before you do that, before yes. we go into any list of names, because I don't think that's what people retain. It's more okay. of a feeling that I want people to understand from mm. the podcast. And that's why I always go into that. So this whole passion behind it, I know how excited you get when you talk about it. It's like. It's like you light up like a little boy. And I want to understand <laughs> what that's done for you in your life. That's what I really want to understand, how that feeling of doing what you're talking about with this radio has ignited you and how you felt about that. I was depressed. Um, I was looking at the world like it's passing me by. I was looking at the world with disappointment. I would say in some ways, not fully, I wasn't um fully in a, a dark mood but i would say within the last five seven eight years in building a business separate from this conversation that just didn't want to get off the ground and was a heck of a struggle and was a 24 7 365 truly five years of my life building something that was just still trying to turn over the engine i was starting to feel like everything is really much harder than i ever thought and and i wasn't feeling so good about the world. It's just, look at everybody succeed and why am I struggling so much? And, you know, what am I doing wrong? And, and I, I knew just some things take longer. I understood that. But wow, was I losing years in, in pursuing this, uh, the, the success of, an, of a company, right? And in the middle of that, in comes, um, well, the pandemic and in comes a refreshed look at the world and maybe an understanding maybe for the first time that it wasn't about the almighty dollar. It wasn't about how much I can create and make. It's about maybe creating. It's about satisfaction. It's about living. It's about devoting some time to myself versus constantly trying to build this other thing. So there was a real transition in my life from I'm going to make this thing succeed, darn it, whether it kills me. And it probably was killing me because I didn't have any outlets for creativity and joy that I was I needed. And I somehow turned the ship just enough where I was open, A, open to something that was going to be more, something brighter and more illuminating and more satisfying. And in comes the radio opportunity. So it all makes sense in hindsight, but at the time, it wasn't an obvious thing. I, I was just a little bit lost. I'm, I'm hitting 50, 53, 54 years old. The world's moving on. I don't feel like I'm really doing what I need. I want to do. And in comes an opportunity to, at least in one little corner, apart from business and money and mortgages and all that stuff, I can find a corner of this world where I can just 
BPJ and express and be creative. And, and I flowered in that space, truly. And I've not looked back. And the feeling is elation. It's, it's drive to be creative. It's drive to connect with people and, 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 and share the joy of somebody else's creation, their new record or their new song or their new form of music that I've never heard before. So it's taken a, a long, lifelong love and it's channeled it into a thing, a radio show and a radio station and a place that I can be live or you know, pre-recorded, but I get to express every week. I have an hour where I get to just do what I want to do and others can decide they like it or they don't like it. That's okay. But I, I get a chance to just get out there and, and shout to the mountaintops kind of thing. Okay, but as I just, you, your, your deep expression of joy is makes me cry with joy. And mm-hmm. that's how we want to live for each other. That was so beautiful to hear because I don't think I even knew all of that. Mm-hmm. And I watched you flourish and also watched you feel like, I feel like even become more social. I mean, yes. I think the pandemic probably set you back. So I, I didn't know you before then when we started this a few years ago. But I do, I am curious. Like, yes. I, I would hear you say you're going to go out and get talk to people in the streets all of a sudden. And mm. I would hear the vivaciousness and vitality in your life. And this is exactly what we look, we need to look for at this, at all stages, but especially at this last big act of our lives. This exact sensation of what, What's going to move me into my highest, best self? Like, what's the high frequency here? Mm. You have a high frequency about it. So that's what I, what else I, do you want to say? I, I had a, listening. yeah. I had a, uh, here's something I've never told anybody. And uh, it was a profound experience. And it was a bit of a test of my own self. My children and my wife, I think it was four years ago, went to Singapore for the summer. And I, we knew that was going to happen and I was going to be in New York on my own. And I would talk to them frequently in Zoom and all those things. But I was in the darker, I think it was four or five years ago, the darker part of this journey. And I made a conscious decision, this is going to sound crazy, to not, not socialize with anyone. It's almost, it's an, an unnatural state. It's a not a happy place. It's a very dark place. I was trying to just literally pull back from everything. And I worked like crazy and, and, and threw myself at my business and blah, 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 blah. but I, I didn't, I was alone in New York city in, in a, in a, an apartment in lower Manhattan. And I, for the most part, really didn't interact with anybody for three months. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a, a test and it was a success and a complete failure because the success was, yeah, I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't interact. I pulled away. PJ was gone. And yet PJ was gone. And it, you know, it, it, everyone was, what's, what's happened? What, why? What? And I never have explained it. And I've, I've never really confronted some of that baggage from that experience somehow through the hobby, through the music, through the, the the world finding the light again somehow i've pulled myself away away from that very black time and when the kids came back and everything but but that was a little self-examination and it was dark 
it was it was not a happy thing. It was a, a yes, a social experiment. I guess I was thinking of it that way. But, you know, I, I, I should never do that again. And when my kids did go back a few years later to Singapore, and it was a shorter period of time, I was very different by then. And one of the things that I said to myself was, okay, PJ, it's been two days. You got to get out and see some people. Who are you going to book something with? What are you going to do? Every three days, if it wasn't going to happen organically, I consciously went out and found some social, some human, some some love, some fun, because I knew that I did not want to repeat that that strange period of time that I went through. Wow. Talk about things happening in your life in such a deep journey of this. This is this is a profound idea for us all to recognize that sometimes we want to retreat and you went through that retreat mm-hmm. and you and you shared it so so bravely and and that's what yeah. you know bravery is the other side of is courage because that's it it's like right now as you know i'm going through the grief with my dad and trying to help people because i so believe in knowing how to dance with grief and he just passed and 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 what i really believe is when people can show up with more love and more courageously you know that i that's the courage that's the vulnerability is that that's where they show up and it's and they're able to not put on performances anymore they're able to say you know what this is my raw self this is what i went through this is how i'm feeling this is the mess and then they can open to something on the other side of that Mm. so you open to this light by by getting out and and teaching us even when someone has a loss in their life which we will be experiencing in act three and when you have a loss in your life, going through the, uh, for me, it was going through the emotions is going through it and not trying to pretend I can't. So accepting my ability to hold all that space and try to expand my capacity is kind of my intention. And then the idea to go out and meet new people. You set yourself a thought that, wow, I don't want to just go on and on and go deeper down because that's what could happen. So for people to listen that we do need each other, we do need each other relationships as i've said in this podcast a gazillion times from esther perel the quality of our lives is dependent on the quality of our relationships and when we retreat of course sometimes we need it i think alone time and you needed it then so i don't yeah. think you i think it was there to show you this it was it was a lesson i will say you've had some end of life people end of life doula i think is the title of of a, a function and some people that that focus on uh, and grief. life and death with my friend Linnea, the interview, yep. in, also in season three this past season. And, and I think that I, I don't, I haven't faced a lot of grief grandparents. I'm going through something just now with a, a cousin and I, I, um, I, I'm starting to appreciate the value of that. And maybe, you know, the concept of, oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast about grief. I don't know. You don't want to necessarily do that, but how valuable can that be? Because it is something that we all cannot avoid. As, as sunny as we want to live our lives and bright and cheerful and, and uplifting, it's there. It's not going to go away. And being able to deal with that, I think, is an extremely valuable thing that you bring to your audience, truthfully. truthfully. Thank you. It is one of the valuable things that I hold dearly. So thank you. I um, so So again, when you are also... In addition to all this radio and and holding people that you're discovering anew, how are you holding some of the people that you're discovering and reaching out to some other people that have been in your life in the past, and as well as the situation if you want to talk about with your cut with your cousin because uh, 
how yeah. we can express something when we're going through grief while we're still here. So I wanted you to talk about that for a moment. You mentioned to me. Yeah, I did mention that we just are finding some bad news out about a, a cousin of mine who, um, you know, just a, a short story, which is a very conservative family, lovely people, you know, good, good parents, um, not a, a bold group, but a, a loving and wonderful group. And then there was the, 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 the funny cousin, you know, I won't say the ugly duckling. That doesn't make any sense. But the, the one, the odd one out, the cousin that was, didn't never really fit in with all the conservative nature of, of part of my family. And he left the family, went to California and everyone else is in Michigan and off, off he went and then found his way back to the fold through a family reunion experience that was an annual thing, is an annual thing, and integrated himself back into the family almost over the, the displeasure of the family because here he was, that, that odd man, and he became the spark, the, the person with the other perspective, the person with an open mind, the person bringing all kinds of new things to the you know, conservative family. And it was one of the great things that I observed for everyone's sake over a 15-year period. And it's just happened that it seems like he's about to pass away, you know, in the next days. I anticipate, I don't know this, but it's a it's a tough situation, a bicycle accident in California. 70 plus year old man. And I'm I'm feeling it big time. We did interact within the last few weeks uh through through digital stuff, but I, I'm going to really, really miss this person and his light and the impact that he has had. And I guess what I'm going to get out of it after the grief is gone and the memories, I'm going to try to remember him and I'll use the the tools that I have. I'll do radio, I'll do music, I'll share his sensibilities in that area. But I also want to take that that a different perspective and try to keep integrating and introducing that, let's say, to people that I can have that same kind of impact on. I'm going to try to channel my cousin, Chris Gurren. I'm going to try to channel his life in my days. And I think I can do that. We share enough. And I'm going to try to play that role, that that role of introduction of something that you're not familiar with. I'll try to do that in, in my future with him in mind, consciously with him in my, in my mind. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. And how have you um, found, like, have, have old have friends come back into your life that have supported yeah. you around music? I think you've told yeah. me a couple of them. I have. Uh, even even over the last weekend, um, a friend of mine, I won't name, his, name him, uh, having a tough time, a uh, fraternity brother, a little bit older than me by a couple of years, uh, and uh, needed some help, and I've been able to help him a little bit, and yet the we did a radio show and we we shared uh, his music and but through through music we came together and we are we were we were lost it wasn't there was nothing that happened it was just time he lived somewhere else and you know one of the many fraternity brothers and okay that happens all the time but somehow a little tentacle three years ago and he came in and we collaborated and he started sharing articles and before you blink the relationship is back and you know, when we were in college back in University of Michigan, Alpha Tau Omega, 1985, six, seven, eight, seven, eight, all those years, this was a pretty important person to me. A lot, a lot of love, you know, and he came out as gay later and had a, a life that was apart from mine. 
in another city and we just just separated and didn't think a lot of each other but it was really through a rare just the finest little outreach somehow <laughs> and now we're friends again yeah. now we're buddies and are you doing uh, did you do his playlist or get get home we up? did it once we'll probably do it again yeah I'm punk sure. he's into okay. punk so we'll do a more punk music uh from the 80s post-punk it'll be wonderful <laughs> and you know but it's it's uh you know, and I, again, no, not everybody's into music. This isn't relevant to everyone that's listening. And it's something else, though, that you do, that you share, that your pursuits, uh, you follow. And, and, and those those things that we love, those, those help us make those connections again, I think. I, again, I went through a dark period. Um, it's not so dramatic. I don't want to be overly, you know, morose about the whole thing. But I did get out on the other side. It, it I am very much in a different mind space i'm very happy i've got all kinds of good things going on in life and i'm 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 trying to make my third act as good as it can go because you know i don't i don't sit around thinking 58 year old pj is going to be 88 year old pj i don't know if i'm going to get there Uh, maybe i will it would be lovely but i don't i'm not counting on that because too many things can get in the way and so I'm going to try to make sure that, you know, 59-year-old PJ, 60, however many years PJ's got on this world, I'm going to try to make sure those are those are quality years for me, for taking care of PJ, as well as trying to trying to enrich those around me, I think. I meant that. I lo- oh, thank you. I, really, like, I, I know that this is the this is the essence of of how we become what we want our most vital and higher selves is by that combining those two you know it's interesting i think one of our interviews if you remember uh becoming beloveds they discussed the tra- the book transcendence which is this as if the the book uh, beyond abraham maslow's pyramid of self-actualization so you kind of talked about self-actualization but then the broader p- picture is that to transcend that to know that that gift is something that we want to leave the world that we want to make make our mark not in that obnoxious achievement way but use our gifts that they are become fully actualized so others can benefit and if it's only self-actualized in a way that you're benefiting it's just never going to be the same so i love all of this interview for all of these reasons and so the last two minutes i'm going to let you uh tell everybody how to reach you pj oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Yes, um, you can reach me in two different ways. The fun way is LesterTheNightfly.com and WERBRadio.com. Those are my music radio outlets where the show lives and you can listen and you can listen to the radio and it's a wonderful creation. And then the business way is Chief Marketing Outsource.com. I do a lot of digital marketing and creation and uh, throw myself at video and all kinds of digital communication. So that's the business side of me, chief marketing outsource. And then the the music stuff is is uh, on the other side. And you can find it on the blog that PJ writes. So um, I also think that you don't, didn't say, did you say Lester the Nightfly? Yeah. Lester, Lester the Nightfly.com. That's the, that and W-E-R-B radio.com. That is an amazing show. Wait till you hear the intro to that. You got to hear it on what <laughs> night are you, are you on? W-E-R-B? Oh, W-E-R-B, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Yeah, any, again, WERBradio.com, Tuesday, Thursday, it's it's airing uh, those those two slots. And is there any, are there any last words? I always like to like anything else about this stage of life or anything else that's bubbling for you right now? 
I'm going to echo what you said a second ago. And that is, I went through this dark period and you know what? It was not helpful for me. It was an experiment, but it, it also pulled me away from everyone else. So whatever gifts I had, I was selfishly hoarding and not sharing. That was unfair, a little bit mean-spirited and not the kind of thing that I, I should have been doing for others in addition to for myself. So I just love what you said. And it was a reminder that it's not just about you, PJ. It's what you're not giving to others that is just as bad for that kind of activity. So I guess I'll just say I'm glad I'm on the other end of that. But if anyone's feeling that that darkness, it, it's out. the light is out there. You can get there. And it's a lot better on the other end. It's so, I mean, and that doesn't mean that it's all light. It's we're going to go through that and knowing how to hold that light ahead of you, like continue to hold those light, that light ahead of you. And, um, and, and I, and I do love the fact that you bring it out to other people. And I want to encourage everyone to know that you each have a unique gift. And I don't think I've ever said it this directly, but I do believe that in every soul, there is a really unique gift and that it's more than just what you achieve here on this earth. It's what you want to give to the people around you because that's, that's what really counts and that's what really lasts. Amen. So Tessa, we first going to the genesis of our Open Nestor podcast we were introduced to PJ with one of our guests, Esther, uh, that uh, we have one of uh, our episodes with her. Am I correct? Absolutely. We have two of our episodes, one with her family, and we actually, she's a dear friend of mine, and she met he, she met PJ at a writing seminar, and he helped her, and then we connected with him about our website. And you know, somebody think that they can go and start getting on the air. This is what we thought. Ah, we'll do a podcast. But then we realize that we really need a website and we need uh, a management and we need creativity and we need social media and we need ads and we need and we need and we need and we need. And PJ was all of that in one. One stop shopping for all of that. And what a talent, what a friend, what a creative skill that this human has. And over the years that we have done the podcast, I have watched his uh, radio show grow. I've listened to his radio show, The Lester Than I Fly, and that is just a tiny bit of his uh, creativity. He is some of the best uh, people I have known and become a truly, truly close friend, which I love dearly. And it's his, his wonderful big heart that actually resonates for me the most. And, you know, I just recently read a quote, and I actually wanted to read this. I read it to you earlier. Alexander Papaderos, who started a monastery and peace center in Crete, Greece, carries a piece of broken mirror in his wallet. When he was a boy, he found the broken mirror next to a motorcycle someone wrecked and abandoned and spent hours putting it back together. But some of the pieces were missing, so he had a little choice but give it up, with not without plucking out the biggest piece, which he smoothed out and put in his pocket. He spent much of his childhood playing with this piece of mirror and discovered that when he held it just right, he could shine the sun's light in the dark and light up unknown cracks and crevices. And the reason I like this quote, which actually Pamela uh, Grout, who's one of our, um, also one of our guests on the podcast, she was at episode 38, Thank and Grow Rich. It's about the gratitude that I think PJ talked about today, because 
the, at the end of this quote is that your piece of the mirror is a fragment. Nobody knows for sure how big and vast the whole mm-hmm. reality is. But if you take your small piece and hold it right, you'll shine light in the world's dark places. And the choice is yours. You can use your mirror to shine light or keep it in your wallet. But the mirror won't be whole without you. I can see the relevant to P.J. Ewing. I have not realized the dark side that, or the darkness that P.J. came from and how the radio specifically and our podcasts really gave him purpose, gave him an uh, outlet for his creativity, and gave him an opportunity to be a little bit more extroverted uh, and come out and be social, uh, as you mentioned. I did not realize the impact. So, like everything else, uh, we think that we are uh, getting somebody's uh, assistant and help and support. On the other hand, they gaining exactly the same and more from doing the work for you. Well, and that, and that is, and that is uh, the essence of great relationship, successful relationship. And I define success as the progressive realization of a worthwhile dream or a goal. And PJ have certainly got us there, and we, on the other side, uh, the mirror, we were able to help him do whatever he needs to do in order to uh, find an outlet for his creativity. And the, and the process, I think, as well, opens new doors, like we've talked about a lot in uh, the open nesters. Once you open one door, it opens another. And also, I think, for me, the, the heart of beautiful, not just relationships, but creativity is a collaborative effort, that there's a co-creation. And so there's a co-creation feeling with PJ. And that's why we call him our, we were calling him for a while, our, our Merwin, I called him, and he's our, he's our playmaster. He's really, really helped us yeah. play with this podcast. And, and look, the, the, the one, one uh, attribute and quality that I really appreciate about PJ is his generosity. His generosity comes in his time and his listening. This guy is the best listener in the world. He's listening to every one of our podcasts in detail. He pays attention to every nuances and, and, and create blogs that are beyond me. And what's that has to do with the open nesters, right? Uh, it may not have be so related to the open nester, but we felt, and Tessa felt, that it's uh, it's best to introduce to you, really, somebody that has been an integral part of our success. And Actually, th- I think that it, it does have to do with an open nester. His story about finding radio and of finding course, his passion at this stage of life is why both reasons was, was to have him. I didn't even know I was going to talk to him about the Open Nesters podcast. I just wanted to talk to him. Yeah, well, of course. You wanted to know who he is. Uh, uh, a little bit more intimately. And I all I can say is thank you, PJ, for the podcast and the music. Thank you for the music. <laughs> As Abba sings. We love you, PJ. <laughs> anyway, visit the masterful, beautiful website that PJ have created for us, theopennesters.com, double N in the middle, S at the end, the creativity and the beauty of this particular, and the functionality of this pot, of, of this website is attributed to PJ, talent and ability to uh, put together websites like that, and then... Filled with resources, too, that are great for open nesters, 
And then we also invite you to our social media, Instagram, and follow us on Facebook. And continue to share with your friends and and tell us if you have guests that are living vitally and teaching us new things for this act of life. Absolutely. Till next time, this is Amir. And this is Tessa. And we will see you on the next episode. Ciao. You have been listening to the Open Nesters Podcast, a production of Kiwi Publishing and Media. Executive Producer, Tessa Crone. Music by Yoni Avi Patat. Audio Engineering by Lucid Sound. Web Design and Blogs, PJ Ewing. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. To learn more about each episode and guest, please visit us at theopennesters.com. For questions or to be a guest on our podcast, email tessa at theopennesters.com.